Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from our youth and see how it stands up. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And we are watching the second half of the Animorphs uh, Capture, episode, part the, two. The capture. Um, and this one was okay. It's not terrible. It, well, parts of it are. Well, parts of all of it are terrible, but... You're not wrong. Yeah, so this is the second half of the first half of, this, of the story. In the last episode, you can either listen to the previous podcast or you can listen to this short recap. Uh, or, I mean, I guess you conceivably could have watched the capture part one, not listened to our podcast about it, and then not watch the capture part two and listen to our podcast about it. That seems doing like some, the most likely scenario. Doing some mixing and matching. <laughs> uh, Jake's dad opened a, th- a medical clinic and then the Animorphs went into it to save the governor. And then they didn't really, but they did. And then Jake fell in a, in a pool, and he hit his head, and he, then he got a yerk in his head. It pretty much sums it up. In less than a minute, I described 22 minutes. <laughs> uh, there was a lion, I think. <laughs> I think that is right. And, well, it wasn't super explicit, but Jake gave a smarmy-ass look to camera, uh, making us think that maybe he was infested, but he didn't scratch his ear, so it was up in the air. I feel like if we were, well, not you, because you were a weird 12-year-old, but like a regular 12-year-old who was watching this <laughs> would not have caught on, because that smirk is not enough to like signify that like you need the ear scratch for it to be like, well, maybe something's going on here. I would have I would have noticed right away. Right, because you're a weird, astute child. So we cu- open up, and the kids are walking across a bridge, talking about uh, Star Wars, like kids do. True, and and they're like, "Good thing, you know, we won for once, and we can't wait to tell Axe about it." This is 1997, so those kids just saw Star Wars on the big screen for the first time with the special editions. <laughs> That's why they're constantly referencing it. That could be. It's very new to them. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, <clears throat> Tobias, Axe, Hell on Earth, Rachel, Cassie, Jake, Marco. Oh, Which one are you talking about? Okay. Meanwhile, back at the barn, Axe and Tobias are sharing a moment. Tobias is eating dead mouse, or he caught a mouse and is eating it there. I don't know, but they're talking about eating, and Axe considers eating part of the mouse, and then Tobias tells him not to. Because Axe loves eating things. Well, he is in his human morph for no reason. <laughs> I mean... I guess he is in the barn. Yeah, like, if Cass- Cassie's parents easier to could explain a random want, boy. Yeah. Like, who are you, boy? <laughs> One Cassie's friend and I hang out here. He I don't wouldn't have think to say that. <laughs> to, uh, ideally, Tobias could tell him in his head. That's true. Ideally. He does silent bird speak. But then again, uh, Tobias probably would just fly away and pout. So <laughs> That is more his M.O. The kids arrive... And Axe right away starts giving Jake the stink eye. Some, then... Somehow, I don't think... this. I mean, honestly, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense that he could just look at Jake and figure it out. I mean, that is what happens in the book. Like He this... knows immediately? Yeah. Without any prompting? Uh, pretty much. There is a, like a micro expression that Axe picked up on. Maybe they're trained to notice that. I mean, it would make sense that the Andalites would train their people to recognize a controller. Right, but I don't think the Andalites are trained to recognize human controllers because the Andalites don't have a lot of experience with humans. <laughs> I would say they have zero experience with humans. At well, this point. I mean, uh, Elfangor has some, so you know he brings the percentage up a little bit. A little, but he's dead. But he's he didn't dead. pass any of that information yeah. on. But he, I mean, he's the only Andalite who's fucked a human. <laughs> 
So he's got that going for Does him. Does that – he was a human at the time. Uh, Elemist shenanigans. Yeah. I mean, like, if they morphed a dog and then fucked a dog, they'd be like, dude, Marco, you fucked a dog. <laughs> like, you would, that, you would, that would still live with you. So – I suppose that's fair. And then you would only be known for that, regardless oh. of what you do. Yeah, and they would never trust him in battle or anything ever again. So you'd always be that guy <laughs> who fucked a dog. They'd get real uncomfortable every time he's in wolf morph. Yeah. Or, like, when he went to Jake's house and he started petting Homer. <laughs> the, them heat pheromones are real strong. It's true. That was a male dog, Marco. Dogs don't care. Marco doesn't care. <laughs> it was consensual. So Axe tackles Jake. Um, unprompted, and he doesn't explain himself. He just runs over and tackles Jake. Instead of demorphing and using his tail blade or anything effective. Um, and while the other three try and wrestle him off of Jake, uh, Tobias just flaps around near his head. They, they put the real-life bird next to him. And then, like, upset it so it flaps around, I guess? Well, I don't know if the goal was to upset it, but all the children running and tackling and screaming definitely did. How could anything that happens to this bird in this not upset the bird? Sometimes they're just carrying him. Yeah, I bet that's upsetting. I guess. If you could fly, would you rather be strapped to someone's arm while they walk around? <laughs> I don't know. Never been in that situation before. We'll figure it out later. Yeah. But uh, we get the credits, and when we come back, they have pulled Axe off, and he's narrating now, telling us that he has experience with Yerks, and he knows stuff. And then like he starts sneering at the, the kids, and he's like, you humans are so easily fooled. He also makes like a horse sound, like a... <laughs> Well, okay. he's half horse. I guess that's true. He stomps his non-existent hooves to prove a point. <laughs> he whinnies. <laughs> but um, he does say, finally, I think Jake's a yerk. And then yeah. the kids are like, oh, that makes sense. His head was under that water for a while. And apparently they believed there to be a thousand yerks in that pool. I mean, you could definitely fit a thousand yerks in that little bucket. I don't know, man. Yeah, It'd absolutely. It'd be a solid mass of, of slugs, though. Like, they wouldn't be able to swim about. Yeah. We don't know how deep it was, I guess. We saw Jake fall into it. Yeah, but he came to the top. A human. Also, but it was small enough that he could, he just puts his arms out like a cat and trying to be put in the bathtub, and he, he <laughs> didn't go in it, so. I guess. Uh, <clears throat> so, the they start turning on Jake. They're like, hey, you know, you're probably a yerk, right? Jake would agree with us that we should tie you up for three days. And then they're like, how about this? Shake an Andalite hand. And Jake protests. He's like, this is dumb. Because that is kind of a dumb point to make. But Axe has learned specialized morphing, and he just demorphs his hand. I wouldn't want to shake an Andalite hand either. It's really gross looking with that extra pinky. Yeah, it looks very awkward. But uh, Jake enthusiastically shakes the hand of Axe as an Andalite. And then they didn't go the logical next step of saying, now kiss him on the mouth. Um, Kiss everyone in this room on the mouth. <laughs> Especially your cousin. <laughs> she is very beautiful. That's what they constantly say in the books. Oh, I thought you were just admiring that teenager. Brooke Nevin is very pretty, but it's mostly referencing the book. The dog's freaking out because he got a, a, a bath. He's trying to dirty himself back up. Yeah. They're not convinced that he's okay. And then they decide to tie him to a chair and leave him in the barn for three days. Instead of just killing him like I would have done. Yeah. <laughs> or just shaking him until a yerk comes out. Yeah. Uh, but it just, it seems like a poor choice to leave him in the barn where his, where Cassie's family should be going to. I guess 
it almost seems like Cassie's the only one who goes in the barn, as if it's some sort of like, like the parents are really mean. And, <laughs> she and, has to do everything. Yeah, she like it's like a Cinderella type situation. <laughs> Cinder Cassie. I mean, should we only ever see her doing work and we have not seen her parents since the first time we saw them in yeah. episode two or three um but or maybe she's just like really into animals and like they were like well we have this barn <laughs> save whatever you want in there go throw some llamas in there if you can yeah uh, but they're cheap to rent <laughs> axe has acquired uh jake's dna and is now morphed as jake and he and marco are heading back to his house and uh to his credit sean ashmore is acting like X, like he's got the mannerisms right. Yeah, he he's a good X as Jake. Yeah, it's probably the best acting in this uh, show <laughs> so far, no doubt, except for Professor Three. Well, that's not acting. That's that's something that we can't even. That's him living describe. that character. Yeah. So the the girls are watching Jake. Cassie leans in, and she looks <laughs> looks at him in the eyes, and yeah, the eyes are supposed to be the window to the soul, but all I see is Jake. That's because it's, it's nothing, Jake's soul. Nothing you just said lines up with what you're trying the to find Yerk in there. The Yerk is just in charge of the soul. <laughs> you're just smooshing him down. That's like if I drove your car and and, you, <laughs> and someone was like, I know the windshield is the windshield to the car, but all I see in there is Jake. Is this guy's car? Does that make any sense? Is that a good metaphor? No, but I understood what no. you were trying to say. It was a little clunky. Um, so we we finally get confirmation and we see like a a warped image of Jake swirling around in some purple, purple mist uh, while he's yelling at a Yurk. Uh, and then the Yurk actually does talk back. <laughs> and it's a very menacing, silky voice. I will say that. I want to know how long, like, what the discussion was till they decided this is what the inside of a person's mind looked like. <laughs> purple clouds and just a floaty version of that person. Yeah, in Jake's own mind, he is still tied to a chair. Yeah, I guess what are, inside of your mind is the is still the same as the physical manifestation yeah. of you. The X-Men taught me that you're not bound by your physical limitations because Xavier always walked about when he was in the mindscape. That is true. He could fight a Shadow King in there. <laughs> That's right. And Centurion armor. Uh, but Cassie's giving him a pep talk, and all the while, she's asking him, are you in there, Jake? And Jake is just frozen, not saying anything? Which is very suspicious, but whatevs. Well. So... We cut over to Jake's house where Axe is, uh, where Sean Ashmore is playing Axe playing himself as Jake, uh, and he's doing a great job. He's got the he's got facial expressions down, and on the walk over there, Marco told him that boys are into girls and sports, and Jake has found a, a channel on the TV where there are women lifting weights, which is a sport, and he's trying to egg Tom on to to watch these ladies weightlifting competition with but him. But that also seems conceivably like a thing a weird teenager would be into. <laughs> True. Uh, but Tom has nothing to do with it, and he picks up a dictionary or something and walks away. Um, also, Marco is helping Cat, or helping Jake's mom set the table. Nikki, helping Nikki set the table. And uh, she hands him TV. something, and he says, Muchas gracias, senorita. And the closed caption just says... Because he's the ethnic one of the group. Closed caption just says, speaking in a foreign language. <laughs> yeah. Like, he says the most basic Spanish sentence, yeah. and it doesn't recognize it. <laughs> like, if you know any Spanish, it's probably those words. Uh, but uh, the moment Marco has been dreading has come, and they're eating dinner. And 
Axe is taking his time, but he's still eating a lot and using weird facial expressions. And previously, Marco told him to only say, pass the butter. So when Jake's dad asks him if he wants to watch a boxing match, he refers to it as the fight. Uh, you know the fight. Takes a moment to contemplate it and just says, pass the butter. And I don't know if Marco plans to be there the entirety of the three days. Hopefully. Uh, I, they should have done the other, like, they should have had him stay at Marco's house. Yeah. But then Jake would be missing from his house, which is... Yeah, but that wouldn't be that weird if he was like, hey, I'm going to go stay at Marco's house, my my best friend's house. I don't know. I feel like parents would have a problem with kids staying over on a school night. Right. Maybe, you know what he should do is go to Marco's house and get drunk <laughs> and be like, I did the responsible thing and didn't drive home, Mom. There you go. No repercussions for that. <laughs> it's Jake's problem. It's California. <laughs> it's Jake's problem, not Marco's or Axe's. Tomorrow Jake's problem. Yeah. Um, but they... Start eating artichokes. And I'll be honest, I'm not super sure how to eat an artichoke. I, I think you up peel until this point, I didn't even know artichokes. At the end of right the leaves. There. But uh, Jake crams a lot of artichoke into his mouth all at once. And then. Yeah. We cut back over to the barn, and Cassie is feeding Jake whilst he sits in the chair. I guess there's no other option for him. <laughs> He's tied to that chair. Jake starts trying to ease Cassie into releasing him, he starts going down memory lane. And he's talking about uh, the time a snake got loose in some class that they took together in some miscellaneous grade some after, time ago. After she moved in, she was the new kid in town. Yeah. But there's a snake and Cassie caught it because, of course, she did. Because she loves the animals. <laughs> that is her thing. Maybe that's where the idea for this animal sanctuary that she apparently runs on her own. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's where it came from. Her well, first, her we saw first her mom work the at the real one, not in the barn. Maybe she just opened her own on account of her parents work at the real zoo. <laughs> Look, mom, me too. They were like, we don't have time for llamas. We work with real animals. So she was like, I'll have a llama sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> well, she pulled it off, I guess. It's true. That's That that way they can get rat and uh, bug morphs. That's right. Uh, but eventually... Jake uh, gains a little bit of confidence and is like, hey, why don't you release these straps a little bit? They're yeah, tight. They're, t- they're so tight. That's definitely not a thing um, a bad guy would try and get you to do. Yeah. And then Cassie kneels down to undo the one on his right arm a little bit. It fades away and Jake has this really weird expression on his face and it looks really inappropriate for a children's Yeah, it definitely show. looks like she's blowing his wiener off. Yeah. Um, uh, she doesn't. She's just untying yeah, him a little like bit. Yeah, it cuts to commercial at like, such a weird spot. In the mind, Jake is, uh, his arm is free and he's trying to keep real life Jake under control as well. But the, the yerk inside him still is, uh, winning out a little bit. And I'm just glad that Jake didn't punch Cassie in the back of the head and then, like, run away. I'm, Cause that's where I thought it was headed. I mean, you know, it would really show how bad the yerks were. True. Punching little girls in the back of the head while they're not looking. Yeah. And then the, the yerk shows, uh, real Jake. A memory from Tom, where Tom is just in his own mindscape, but it's red, and he's just on the ground in the fetal position. That's what I imagine it looks like in your brain. Red, swirly, and in the yeah. fetal position. And with the actor who played Tom. <laughs> that's how I see myself? Yeah. That's my matrix form? Yeah. Whereas mine is an ape wearing a diaper. <laughs> Real big diaper. The way you can shit your pants all you want. You know it. So, we cut... To, I guess, the next day, question mark? Well, I guess it's three days now. Yeah, it's been three days. Because Axe uh, is in math class with Marco, and the teacher pulls him back, and he's like, I'm impressed because you were able to calculate pi to the 150th 
decimal or something. You would think that's a math class, but it really looks like they're in a science room. Well, they only have the one set. Oh. Uh, I mean, and Axe did good enough in Jake's classes that, like, in three days, people, (laughs) teachers were noticing, like, a change. (laughs) Well, he knows alien math, so human math was probably pretty easy. Right, but still, over three days, like, just because he did good for three days doesn't mean he's turned his life around. Or does it? It doesn't. Oh. So we cut back to the barn, and it Tobias confirms that it has been three days. They left Tobias there alone with him. Here's I mean, the thing. That hawk could fuck that guy's face up if he needed well, to. Well, sure. But if he gets free, then he can morph into a, like, whatever is in his catalog and eat that bird. Like a big, uh, what, he, what eats those birds? Guy Like a whale? <laughs> no. They don't leap out of the water and snatch birds? Not typically. Uh, but terrifying. he's got that tiger morph. Yeah, uh, I guess that could eat a bird if it got close enough to it. Yeah. At the very least, could grab it and shake it till it's dead. I mean, even the dog could do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the the Yurk has dropped the facade and is mocking Tobias to the point where when Rachel shows up to relieve him, Tobias, Tobias just runs away to go mope. Yeah, he goes to hide behind another tree, probably. Because <laughs> that's what he does. Go eat a rabbit or something. Also, now that we've seen everything in like chronological order, we they, there's no explanation of why Tobias isn't dead. Nope. Unless the next one covers that. <laughs> or doesn't. I don't know. Hard to say. But uh, Mindscape Jake starts telling the Yurk, <laughs> you should be dead soon. But then the Yurk is like, oh, but wait, I figured out how to morph finally. Took you fucking three days right. to figure that out, and then you still wait a bit. Right. Like, he found that memory of him and Cassie that was old real quick, but it took him th- three days to find the fresh stuff. It do- it's so dumb. It's so dumb. In the book, like, the Yurk tries to morph a lot. They have to, you know, constantly stay on top of that because he knows how to morph, and it's pretty easy to do. But whatever. Book Jake also has real morphs. That's true. Like, useful morphs. I think we could name on one hand all of Jake's morphs in this. <laughs> Two different lizards. A dog. dog a bug. tiger. And uh, a cockroach. Possibly a mole? No, they used ferret. Or a ferret, yeah. Possibly a ferret. And that happened after this. Oh, you're right. I think. Or three episodes before. It's hard to say. <laughs> it is impossible to tell. Regardless, um, uh, Rachel's there watching Jake, and Jake morphs a dog, and he sh- should have chosen a smaller morph because he should have just been a dog awkwardly, like, painfully tied to a chair, but the dog is able to slip out of the binds really easy. He doesn't morph a dog, he morphs the dog. <laughs> he morphs Homer. Um, then there's a moment where the dog runs behind some, some trees, and then Jake comes out the other side to save money on morph, even though there has been one, two partial morphs in this. Apparently that was too much for the budget. Yeah. But he runs straight to the... They do have all five actors on. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's set. He, he runs straight to the an entrance to the Yerk pool. <laughs> and a tiger... Or not a tiger. A lion comes out to greet him. And then a horse. And then a wolf. And then himself! What? But it's not really him. It's Aaron Ashmore! Yeah, they pulled the Olsen twins and both yeah. of them were on set. And then Axe demorphs into himself and then into the to human, human morph. Even though there could be a fight, all of the kids just demorph. I understand why they're hesitant to threaten or to like slash their f- friend's throat. Sure, but I mean, if you need to, you need to. Yeah, you could just knock him out, and that you're still gonna die. That's, yeah, that clock is still gonna keep ticking. 
Like, what do you, how many times a day do you think you got him real hard in the head to get him to just be passed out the whole time? Four or five? Uh, I, it's probably, like, with each one, it's probably less frequent. Has <laughs> the concussion set in? Yeah. And then right there in front of the yerk pool, uh, the yerk very loudly starts dying, and they cheer him on. Yeah, they, they don't move him away or make any attempt to be stealthy. Sean Ashburn gets down on his knees, and he starts writhing around with his hand against his ear when he's clearly holding something in it. And then when the yerk finally escapes, he drops, I don't know, some sort of slug. It's centipede. just a quarter. He drops a quarter, <laughs> so there's just some motion. Oh, and everyone uh, told the yerk that they let him get free on account of, uh, in Axe's words, he would lead them to the yerk vault. Yep. And then he does. And then Jake steps on him and smushes yeah. it, even though he was probably already dead. And then we cut over to the internet cafe where where the guy who works there is pouring jake uh, seemingly a kool-aid out of a pitcher <laughs> yeah and uh, i don't know he, what this place is I, I i wish they would name it so i wouldn't have to refer to it in the vague terms but uh jake and cassie are discussing what it's like to be a controller out in the open in the public um and cassie's like yeah that sounds like it sucks and jake's like it did suck I had to poop myself. I was tied to a chair. I was tied to a chair for three days. I was just sitting and festering feces. Maybe they cut a hole in the bottom of his pants in the chair. So he could poo like a like A, a courtesy shittle? Yeah, and just stand over it like a horse. Gross. Jake decides that now is the opportunity, uh, since he's showered, to tell Cassie that when Yurk Jake started telling him about the feelings that he probably had for her, it was real. And then Cassie's like, yep, it was the Yurk. You don't have to tell me this thing. It seems as though she's really disinterested in him now. Well, you know, he has been, had a parasite in his brain. That's true. It's a huge turnoff. He's got alien VD of some sort. Yeah. So, and then he just leaves his Kool-Aid. <laughs> well, look, he didn't pay for it, so yeah, why not? True. It wasn't just a cup that you'd have in your den. Yeah. Um, in your den? I picked a room. I meant to say kitchen, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, but Marco comes over and he's like, hey, it's ready, uh, leaving me to ask, what is it? And then Jake walks over to uh, a giant-ass cell phone that Yak- Yaks, that Axe was fiddling with. Jake picks up the phone and dials home, and Tom picks up in this incredibly conspicuous, we're giving away all of the secrets kind of moment where he's like, Tom, don't stop fighting. You're not alone. I'm here with you. But it disguises his voice. Yeah, he's got a voice modulator of some sort. But, like, he's on there for a real long time, and I realized that Tom probably wasn't able to enact some sort of trace program because he was at home. But it seems like they sh- they're aliens and would be able to, to track that. Well, Sky, I think that's part of what Axe was doing, was making it untraceable. Well, sure, but also he was using parts from Radio Shack. Yeah, but he's, he's Axe. <laughs> I guess. But, uh... They better get all those parts from Radio Shack now before it closes <laughs> in 15 years. <laughs> He reaches Tom a little bit. He, like, controller Tom loses control of his fist a little bit and then walks away from the phone. And then we cut back to the internet cafe where Axe is dismembering the uh, the thing that he built. I don't think dismembering is the right word. I think dismantling is what you meant. But then voice or Axe gives, gives us the ending voiceover. He's like, humans are good at fighting stuff. They have They have good hearts or something. Excellent bodies for controllers. And then it kind of ends with Marco uh, clapping his hand on Axe's back. And Jake's free! Yay! Yay! He did it. We did it. We all did it. Especially you and I. Oh, and there's some weird, like, touching pop song over the ending. <laughs> yeah, there was. Forgot about that. 
It wasn't one that you'd recognize, but, but it sounded super generic. Yeah. Maybe it was some sort of Canadian hit. I don't know. <laughs> I think all the Canadian hits are just our hits. <laughs> it's all bare naked ladies, baby. I was going to say, I can't think of any Canadian artists I know. Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Uh, Avril Lavigne. Uh, Coldplay? I, I, don't I don't know. I could be making that up. Anyway. I don't super listen to any of those. You listen to nothing but bare naked ladies. <laughs> That's a little true. But yeah, so that was the episode. Jake's free. Yay. I sure am. So Jake. What? What was the most turtle-rific part? Uh, the part where Axe pretended to be Jake. I, I like that part. Yeah, it was Sean Ashmore really nailed it. Like he got the mannerisms and good for the him. speech cadence down. When, when he comes on the show, we'll have to ask him <laughs> what that was like. How hard it was. What did you have to do to get, to get in, that in the mind, mind of, of Axel Mish Mish Mush Mush? <laughs> Sky, what was you? Did you what um, for you? Do you think was the most terrific part? To you, what did you think? You just edit all that together. <laughs> so it's the same thing. Nope, it's staying as uh, is. <laughs> I'm trying to teach you to think before you speak. Never! Um, I don't know. It was nice to s- that everybody else got to morph for once. Yeah, everyone did something in this episode. Yeah, there was more Cassie than we've gotten pretty much all <laughs> at all so far. And except for when qu- she was a, an alligator. Quite a bit of Tobias. Yeah, Tobias got lines and wasn't just a dead bird that nobody talked about. Yeah. <laughs> Remember our friend Tobias? He's dead now. It's fine. He wasn't really our friend. Yeah. Uh... Um, who would you say is the most likable character? I'm still going to go with Axe as Jake. He did some stellar work. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say... performance. I'm going to give it to Jake's mom. Nikki. Yeah. Because she's just doing doing her best. Dealing yeah. with... A controller son, a morphing son, a <laughs> fake son who's an alien. Also, Marco's there. <laughs> some punk ass who's talking to me in some foreign language. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Hulu. You know what Spanish is. Yeah. It's Amazon. Right. You're right. They don't know what Spanish is. Sorry, I was watching Hulu earlier today. God damn it, Sky. Which actually brings us to the next segment. Yeah, I was going to say. You, what? Well, what were you watching on Hulu for your pop culture palette cleanser, Sky? I was watching both uh, New Girl, the final season of New Girl, because I was behind a couple episodes. I have one more episode of that And it's fine. It's uh, Yeah, it's fine. That's really all it is. Uh, Winston's my favorite character, and he gets a lot to do in this final season, more or less. Uh and he, you know, how he's colorblind. He got glasses so he could see color. And uh, I don't think get some good lines. I don't think I've seen that episode. It may be the last one. It was because that's the one I haven't seen. Okay, and then, then there are two more so. on Tuesday, and then it's over forever. Yay! It, or maybe it's Wednesday. It, it's sometime this week. I couldn't remember how many more there were. Mm. There's two. So I thought this last one was the last one. And then uh, I was also getting caught up on My Hero Academia season three. It's, a, it's an anime. Based on, I think I've talked about the uh, the manga before. It's real good. Sky. Uh, oh, sorry. I'll tell you the... in a second. <laughs> I just remembered something. I really appreciate voice acting when they go all in. Like, the guy who plays Midoriya is excellent at uh, emoting. And it's just a really good show. I recommend watching it because it's pretty boss. Jake, what did you do for your pop culture palette well, cleanse? Uh, because they remixed. Took a bunch of Raisin Bran? <laughs> I have eaten a lot of Raisin Bran. Why do you know that? Did I talk about Raisin Bran last time you were here? Nope. Just a lucky guess. Oh. <laughs> I discovered I liked Raisin Bran. <laughs> <laughs> you aren't getting older because you used to give me a lot of shit for that. <laughs> You're finally aging up to where I was when I was 14. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they remixed season four of Arrested Development. So I started Arrested Development at the beginning so I could watch it straight through. Yeah. And season five comes out in like 
two weeks or whatever. So I will probably not be done by that point, but I'll be close. So I'll just watch all five seasons. Did you make it through season four? I did the first time and I didn't enjoy it. Right. But they remixed it. And what do you mean by remixed? They, instead of it being that weird, the the same story. Yeah. The same story over and over. It's one linear story. Like it's, it's, it's edited like the first three seasons are edited. That sounds better. Yeah. Um, so we'll give that a try when I get to it. I'm, I'm I'm almost done with season one. I just started. Um, There's a lot more transphobicness in there than I remember when uh, when you rewatch it. It was a different time. It was, it was the early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's. I mean, I not a whole lot else. Uh, and then, but what I was what I yelled uh, at you when you were you were talking about your manga was anime. that an, no you you said manga I did but I was actually talking about the, the but anime. the reason I remembered I wanted to tell you something is because I bought my first manga it, it came oh, yeah? in the mail yeah is it a Star Wars it sure is it's the <laughs> Star Wars manga adaptation of the lost, of Lost Stars but I was like oh look at me go I'm so nerdy I have no idea how to read this because it's backwards <laughs> it's exactly that you just read it the opposite direction like even the words uh the bubbles yeah you want to go from left to from right to left okay and I thought so. Left, right to left, top to bottom. Because <clears throat> uh, it, it was first, this one was first published online. Mm-hmm. And um, when I, the first time I read it, I didn't realize I was reading it wrong. <laughs> that was very confusing. Yeah, I read the first like chapter or whatever, and I was like, this is confusing. <laughs> and then when I found out they were going to publish it, I stopped reading it on the internet so I could read it in an actual book. It's a good call. Yeah. So, that's that. Neato. That's... Uh, Consider my pop culture palette cleanse. <laughs> Consider it. All right, he's considering it, everyone. I can see it. He's very contemplative. A furrowed brow. Yeah. That's just how you look. That's true. Anyway, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, we will see you next week with an episode. We didn't uh, really probably. figure out which oh, wait, shut up, order Sky. it is. Remember on Twitter, I told you that the Inhumans hadn't been canceled? Yes. As of last night, it's been canceled. <gasps> Never again shall it grace our screens. <laughs> Well, they told all they needed to tell in those eight episodes. Yeah, that's it. They just the, let uh, they let them come out and then just didn't talk about it anymore. So it had never officially been canceled until last night. Well, here's the thing. It wasn't very good. No. And I guess Brooklyn Nine-Nine got picked back up by something. It did. Was it, is by, it by Fox or is NBC. it a different thing? Oh, okay. Fox, Fox canceled Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Last Man on Earth, and The Mick and uh, picked up uh, that Tim Allen show. Uh, um, that conservatives are super stoked on, but weren't wa- but weren't watching, so its ratings weren't worth the money they were spending to make it. Um, <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Not well, probably. Yeah, you know what's better than that? Probably the Mick. Uh, there's hands down the Mick is better than that because it's probably well written. One episode of the Mick is hands down better than, than Tim Allen's career. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. The, the combined total of everything Tim Allen has ever been in. And I really like the Santa Claus. <laughs> Home Improvement was not good. No. It, he is so misogynistic and just a terrible human being. He's not a good person. The it's character really of Tim ups- Allen? No, the character uh, Tim. The Toolman uh, Taylor? Yeah, yeah, Tim Taylor. Tim Taylor is not a good person. You can look at The Simpsons and be like, well, Homer's terrible, but Homer tries at least. Yeah. And, and also, but, he's been on the air for fucking 20 years or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but You get to see him grow as a person. But in, uh, in Tool Tire, Home Improvement, it's just that poor downtrodden wife. Like, 
She should have murdered him in his sleep in the third episode. <laughs> and remarried Al. And Heidi's got to wear those short shorts and it's well, just that's part of the, the that's part of the show within the show. That yeah. I at least that at least there's a reason and it makes sense. Well, I'm, it doesn't, you know, take away from him being a misogynist. Well, that's true, but I don't know that, that, <laughs> that that's his call cuz well, it's his show. I don't know that he makes every decision. That's that's not the worst. I mean, there's a lot of other bad. They mildly objectify her, but it's way worse way before you get to that. It's true. Also, it's Pamela Anderson long before it's... Yeah, but she bails in, the like, the f- fourth episode or whatever. She's in the first season, I think, Is and she? then maybe the second season she leaves. Doesn't matter. It's I'm not, not going to watch it ever again. I tried again as an adult, and I hated it. <laughs> that was my rant about... What is this show that he has now? Last Man Standing. Last Man Standing. He's a conservative. Where he's basically the same character but but turned up a bit. But his children are liberals and they're all girls. And oh, man's world. A man wouldn't Girls only like shopping and having periods. Yeah. My daughter's into fashion. I don't get it. I'm a man. (laughs) I work in a sports store. (laughs) My mom likes it. Of course she does. (laughs) For some reason, she finds that man who used to deal cocaine non-threatening. <laughs> well, he's not doing it anymore. He doesn't carry his gun around. <laughs> um, this got way off track. Just uh, do the thing at the end. Our main, our main thesis here is fuck off, Tim. Tim Allen. Tim Taylor. He's Tim also Allen. Buzz Lightyear. So I have a lot of mixed feelings about Tim Allen or Tim. Well, Tim Allen. <laughs> they reined him way in. There's like, you're a spaceman. Be a spaceman. And then he doesn't really get a lot to say in two and three. He's got a lot to say in two, three. He doesn't have a bunch to say. For half that movie, he's just or replaced with the Spanish version. Yeah, but that's still Tim Allen saying stuff. Is it? Yeah, it's just I thought they got a different guy. No, I'm pretty sure it's Tim Allen. I believe you. I just thought it was a different guy. It sounded too clean. I wouldn't have expected Tim Allen to be able to speak Spanish so well. I mean, they probably had a person who speaks Spanish standing next to him and say, "Say this." <laughs> nope, like this. They have all the money in the world. That's fair. Pixar can print its own money. Uh, you can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can email us at popculturefailure at gmail.com. I am at Sandwood Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. You follow me and Sky on those things and you get more hot takes like Tim Allen's not that great. <laughs> hot take. Looking back, and you think about the shows that you used to watch on TGIF or whatever, and you're like, I don't remember ever laughing at any of that. Well, but I sure did watch it. You're every a week. weird, soulless little boy. So you're not the the barometer which to measure things in our past. <laughs> Full House was and is good for what it is. Is it though? Uh, Boy Meets World is good now still for what it is. I think Boy Meets World was a genuinely good show. Uh, I think, but Urkel like was Step okay? by Step was no, Step funny. by Step. I watched a Christmas episode of, of Step by Step at Christmas time, and it was not great. Family Matters was funny. Yes. But with uh, stellar actors like Reginald Vell Johnson, Vell John, Carl, and Urkel. Jaleel White? Yes. But, I mean, how many shows were on TJF that we didn't just name, like that we've totally forgotten about? Uh, You Wish, uh, Teen Angel. uh, You reference Teen Angel all the time, so that one made an impression. Don't forget Muppets Tonight. I liked that show a lot. Muppets Tonight, me too. I can't think of any others. But there were probably... Uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Ah, that there's, one ran for a long time. There's no chance in hell that holds up. 
Right? She flies on a vacuum, Jake. Does she? Yeah. I don't know. Because brooms are too slow or something. That's definitely not something that I will ever revisit. (laughs) We should watch Teen Angel for this. Uh, That actually probably is a good idea. I mean, there's only one season. There can't be more than, what, 20 episodes? Tracking it down is going to be the hardest part. Yes. I believe in you. But yeah, I can do it. (laughs) Uh, But for our listeners to watch it along with us might be... It's probably just all on YouTube, actually. Probably. Why would... It's not like anybody's protecting their rights to Teen Angel. Shit shows like that you can usually find on YouTube. Do it for this can we week. have another podcast where we just talk about the Muppets? Because I could do that. Sure. We'll call it Muppets Tonight. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Muppets Today. Yeah. Muppets This Morning. Muppets Overall. Muppets In General. <laughs> or, uh, that's not a frog, that's a bear. Or, that's, not <laughs> yeah. a, that's not a bear, that's a frog. frog. Bears wear hats. Bears wear hats. Bears wear bears hats. hats. That's it. Yeah. It's not a frog, that's a bear. Bears wear... No, that's not a bear. Damn it. It's a good <laughs> quote if you can do it right. He said it backwards, though, like I did the first time around. Bears wear hats. That picture in Great Muppet Caper of Fozzie and Kermit's dad. I don't remember. It's a green bear, but it has Kermit's eyes and Kermit's collar. And I think Kermit's tongue. That sounds terrifying. It's really funny, because they're playing brothers. (laughs) That no one can tell apart if he takes his hat off. (laughs) (sighs) Silly. Anyway... That'll do it for this week. We will see you guys next week with uh, an episode of Animorphs. Probably. Probably. Damn it. (laughs) Bye. Bye, everyone.